0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are listening to The Road to Enlightenment. I am your host, Kelly Fitzgerald. My guest today does something that he's calling mind exercising, and it consists of positive affirmations, mirror work, um, kind of learning to be more conscious, all of these wonderful, wonderful things that make a huge difference and can make a huge difference in everyone's life. So, welcome to the show, Wayne Bloodgood. Thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it. And that's Wade Bloodgood with the W. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, what um, what got you started? What where, where did you come from? What is your background like that led you to this point?
2: Well, my background, my childhood wasn't, I, would, I wouldn't say it was necessarily the best uh, childhood. I mean, my mom was kind of more of an insecure woman and chose a, a lot of different men in her life to, well, be more secure for for the most part. But my, my real daddy is in my life till seven years old, and he's very abusive man, verbally, physically, emotionally, uh, he ruled by fear. So,
0: <laughs> right, uh,
2: I, you know, to be scared of everything and uh, to be scared of him for sure was definitely uh, a thing. And by the and, well, he was around because he went to Vietnam when he was a young boy. So when he was about 17, so when he came back, he wasn't even, I never really got to meet who my father really was as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, and then by eight years old, uh, I basically was already started on drugs. I had an older sister and older brother. My brother's four years older and my sister is a year older, but I'd already started smoking pot at eight years old. That's cigarettes by nine by 10. I was already stealing, lying and cheating and drinking alcohol. And by 15, I had already done a lot of more, even hard drugs. Um, Uh, When my dad left after when I was seven, a year later, I I had a stepfather. When I was 11 years old, my stepfather molested me. Um, I was always taught to run, yell, and tell, so it happened one time, and I did run, yell, and tell. But at that particular time, the people that taught me to run, yell, and tell told me that it didn't happen and and that it wasn't true. So I had to continue to live in a household with this person that did something to me. And I told on him and he convinced everybody that it was a lie. And now I'm a liar and nobody believed in me. And so, and and my real father, he'd always say things like you're worthless. You'll never be anybody. Nobody wants you. Nobody will love you. I mean, he said that stuff up until he, he died. Basically he died recently in January, January, but he was saying that stuff up until the end for the most part, you know, and
0: wow. these were
2: things, these were things. Um, and then, you know, as I became, uh, there, there's a lot of different stories in my life that are, are very traumatizing. Um, I was involved in a gun accident where a friend died, and um, I had a lot of friends overdose on drugs, and a, a, a lot of pain and agony was going on in my life, and I was very depressed. But all of this had started when I was a very young kid, when I started to do, right? I mean, even before my dad left at seven years old, I was already in this state of fear. Um, that I was worthless, that, um, and so that was my core belief system about who I was. And I, as I reflect back, I realize that my brother, my sister, and myself, and even my parents, the behavior in itself is, I always felt like I was crying for help, like, help, can't anybody see me? Like, DHS never came and took us away, Um, you know, like, (laughs) Uh, There was some counseling and different things going on, but I felt like nobody came to save me or could hear my cries. And all of this ill behavior was a good sign, even though if you asked me, hey, is everything all right? I'd be like, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, Well, because, too, I didn't know anything different. I believe that was the truth, all of these horrible things. So when you asked me, is anything wrong? I didn't have anything to gauge it by. Right. Uh, other, uh, You know, I was also told by the school system I have a low comprehension level. Um, you know, I was in a lot of, like, uh, special motivation classes, if you will. I was in classes with people that I would say had other abilities than me. I wouldn't say disabilities because I, I don't like dissing people's other ab- – I just think we all have different abilities. But I was put in these other classes, and I and I really did feel out of place there because I – didn't feel like I was disabled in the sense that some of these other people's abilities were different, you know? And so even the school system in itself, uh, I I got my GED. I went to nine different high schools in the ninth grade and by 10th grade I got my GED. Um, By then my family had already been homeless a a couple times because I had my stepfather uh, also was a manic depressive and he, uh, so it led us to the streets. We lost our home and we lost everything. And I was at that time was only like 15, 16 years old when that first happened. And so I experienced a lot of trauma in the first beginnings of, of adulthood and childhood. And then when all of those people left my life, I basically stepped right in and I abused myself quite well. And I victimized myself quite well. And I did a better job than everybody else did, (laughs) you know, (laughs) And, and that went on for 37 years. I mean, that went on for, I mean, that went on. I was on, I stopped a lot of things in the process uh, before I ever discovered mind exercise. Um, I mean, I lived the whole life on drugs of all kinds. Basically what I call, you know, partying in a way is a, a way to say we're having fun. But we get a bunch of friends and we all go out and we do all these drugs. And really we're all in like a subconscious unconscious subconscious suicide pact and we call it a right, party and right, so exactly. it's fun but we're all out and we all have really a lot of emotional problems and, th- and that's why we're all drawn together too we we're not talking about right. the problems but we our energy levels are connecting <laughs> without ever speaking yeah. to anybody yeah. so we draw those friends into ourselves and um and so basically three and a half years ago I, uh, my father had, had cancer for several years, uh, liver cancer, and he's dying. Um, me and him were not getting along again, and I always just always wanted his love and wanted him to be proud of me and tried to work that relationship out, but, um, I didn't know anything that I know now, and I wish that I did. But, uh, long story short is, uh, I, three and a half years ago, I was gonna kill myself I loaded my shotgun up I was going to the mountains and I just had enough because I was a worthless piece of shit and I had nothing offered to this world there was no purpose and I believed everything my dad said was the truth he was right Right. I was worthless nobody did want me and I couldn't be loved and I did have some relationships with some girls that ended actually very quite well and very loving Um, but they went away from me and I just felt abandoned again you know and even when my dad left when he was seven, all I knew was fear and hurt and pain from that man. But when he left, I felt abandoned because that was the only love I've ever known, you know. <laughs> and right. uh, and right. so I recognized love, too, with dysfunction, and I was attracted to those type of people as well.
1: And I behaved
2: accordingly. And when society was trying to give me love or family or friends, because I had already lost the love in myself and I didn't know what that meant for my own self, It didn't matter how much Kelly loved me or Carolyn loved me or Josh loved me. It didn't matter how much Silas loved me because I couldn't accept the love from you people because I couldn't love myself. So three and a half years ago, going to blow my brains out. I have a son named Ivanis and I was just thinking – that if i do this how much more of an impact this is going to have on the people that are alive and even though i could end it all right now and end my life of misery what would i be doing to them and the thought of just doing that to him i couldn't do it and at that time i thought that i was a cow i was like i wasn't i was too much of a coward to do it and people were like no you have a lot of courage to be brave enough to walk back into this life that you fear and that you feel like you can't live in and, um, it was a hard time for me. And, but at that moment I had to have a, an assessment, an assessment within myself, I had to sit myself down and say, right. what is the major right. malfunction? And I've had done this before in my life on other things, but this was an unfolding to this moment. And I was like, what is really going on in there? And everybody says, Wade, you're always overthinking. And I thought it was a good thing. Cause I was always trying to figure out what the answer was to why nobody cared and why I couldn't be loved and why all this was going on. So it led me to mind exercise. I said, why don't you listen to what your mind's saying? And you know, how they say you have a devil and an angel on one shoulder. Yeah. Those there's a bunch of voices in there, <laughs> <laughs> but they are yeah. you, they are not you. Okay. And, and, um, they're just a lot of voices and, and they're not who you truly are. Uh, um, and, and, and I, I believe who we truly are is, is something that feels a lot better than these horrible feelings, you know? So I basically nice. started to pay attention to my mind and my mind was going on like a soap opera, arguing with people and conversations and um, just basically focused on the negative and everything I could perceive in life, even though I could see nice things over there, I focused on the negative very often. So mind exercise started like this. I told myself. The first day, every negative thought, I stopped myself in place and said, this negative thought does not serve me a positive purpose, and I need to redirect my mind to something that does. What serves me a positive purpose? So I started to tell myself things that I didn't believe at the time, and I said that I am loved, I am happy, I am worthy, I am capable, I deserve life, I can do this. You know, I really can do this and I am doing this because I'm starting right now this second, and I'm not gonna waste any more time. I've got to stand up to live for my life and stop fighting for a life that's gonna live forever and die you know and 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 I just and right. I, and I told myself I'm growing stronger each day. I mean, basically it's just positive affirmation, the exercise is just reminding mm-hmm. yourself the things that you forgot and the things that everybody else should have been telling you. Um, Yeah, sometimes your kids piss you off and they're little jerks or whatever, right? But guess what? That's not who they are either. It was in the moment, and they need to be based in more positivity. Adults do too. Everybody does. (laughs) But if we can start to do this for ourselves, and so I can't put it on Kelly to make me feel better. I put it on myself to do better. And what I found by doing positive self-talk is that um, as I grow in them the shorter I am love, I am happy, they turn into sentences. After a while, they turn into, yes. <laughs> you know, paragraphs of things that you can say about yourself just in the love department. And now you're starting to empower yourself from the inside out. And just like going to the gym, you know, you, you do this work and you get this physique that everybody can see. You're, you, we all have a beautiful brain. We all have a beautiful mind in there. We just have to exercise parts of it that we haven't been and the parts that we've been working out really strongly that have us holding on in conviction and belief that we're no good or that um, that we're abandoned by our husbands and our wives and, you know, just our, we've abandoned ourselves. And once right. we, 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 exactly. we hold, we, 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 you can actually, once, once you start to make this exercise transition, and here's the thing, when you start, it, it is hard work. It is definitely hard work, but I want people to know that we need – I'm actually going to write a book about it, but
1: <laughs> there you now go. we
2: need to put new, new, new words on things that we've been told that are not good. Hard work is one right. of the most beautiful words we can hear because when we hear hard work and blood, sweat, and tears, we think, oh, my God, no. <laughs> yes,
0: right, yes. Right.
2: That, oh, the fruits are so right in there. And – when you start to really embrace it, I mean, people that go to the gym at first, that you know, they go, "Oh my God, I hate this." They hate the coach, they cut out <laughs> but they keep coming back. Well, why? You feel good, yeah. The moment of like, "Oh, this is so hard," but, um, and I've lived a life of that. I've lived a life of hard. I there is no college. There's no, there's no place you can get what I got. The value that I have inside from everything I've experienced, and there's just so many. Dr- dr- stories that I'd rather not talk about. But I, I do understand where people are coming from. I do know what it feels like to be so depressed and so miserable and wanting to blow your brains out and feeling you're not worth anything. And the fact is, you are, you are. You just forgot that, And but I remember for you. So if you want to get a hold of me and talk to me about some things, I can definitely guide you back to who you are. And if you're really ready to do what people call hard work you, you do this work, your life will change. I mean, 100%. You're talking to somebody that was depressed, they, they have diagnosed me with, you know, bipolar. Um, I've been openly depressed and miserable my whole life. You know, I, I live, you know how I beat depressed and misery. I basically started to talk to them like the devil on my shoulder. And I, and I, I recognize the emotional feeling. And I said, hey, this is my property, this is my space, and you're not welcome here. Get out of here. And I told them they're not welcome here anymore. They can hang out together. And every day they came knocking at my door. And they said, hey, what are you doing today? And I said, didn't I tell you guys to leave? And this went on for a couple weeks, part of the mind exercise too. You, you can do- talk directly to your depression, and you tell it exactly what you think yes. of it. You, you have control. You know when people always say, "Well, he made me mad. She made me feel this way." I'm guarantee if anybody could make you do anything, they wouldn't make you feel mad and pissed off. They wouldn't have you beaten them. They wouldn't have you upset with them for years over something that's juvenile. Um, you know, a- another word is uh, like childlike. Beautiful word. childish, kind of not so great. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody came at, at, I was very perfect at this type of thing, and I've worked very hard on other exercises to do with feelings. But if somebody would come at me and act childish, well, guess what I did? I would be just as childish as ever. And on my high horse, I would think I was better than them as I was bestowing my, and they were up on their high horse bestowing theirs on me, but neither one of us were hearing anything. And we were actually growing animosity that builds regret in the relationship that you don't have anymore. And I'm not about that anymore. Like, um, if people want to behave childish, I can recognize it, but I'm also in control of how I feel and my response and my reaction. And it, it, it is not easy. Because we're we're not taught this at school and at home. Kind of when you're a kid, it is a way to kind of uh if I throw a tantrum really quick or I cry, I let my mom know I'm hungry or I, I need a changing or whatever. But at some and it is okay to for the here's what I believe. It's all indicators. If you're spiritual, then it's the universe. If it's you know, God, if you're religious and if you're a Neanderthal, it's just your basic human instinct of our <laughs> guidance system says, look, this is um, this doesn't feel good. Right. OK, well, stand back and take a look at this for a minute. You don't have to rush or react. Just analyze for a moment. And then you can make a conscious decision of what's really going on. We're not leading that way. We're actually not listening to our guidance system. Something feels bad. We still date the person. Um we we find a way to justify it or whatever. And we, we, we it doesn't matter if it's a job, a person then with ourselves. It doesn't, I've forced myself to wear clothes just to fit in that I didn't like just so I'd be liked by people because I wanted to fit in. And I don't even, I don't even care. I just, if you don't like me for (gasps) the things that I have and the things that I'm wearing aren't who I am. And to be honest, if you ask me who I am, I can't answer that. It's unfolding. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's what happened too. I I woke up in this mind exercise. All the depression started to fade. I realized that this is a process. And I realized more that my thinking, and at the same time I was waking up and everything started to be guided to me. And I said to myself, is the whole world getting positive right now, too? Am I just following the trend again of life? But no, here's what happens, people. When you're depressed and you're miserable, basically, (laughs) you're going to find friends that will um, understand your situation. And they need your company, too, right? Because they have stories they want you to listen to. And you guys are going to comfort each other. And it's nice that you have friends that are comforting to you, but they're not being helpful because... They're keeping, you guys are perpetuating this place that you're not living in anymore. Yes, you had a bad husband. Yes, we had bad parents. Yes, some screwed up things happen that should never happen to children and even adults. But that's not happening to us anymore. And we hold this inside of ourselves and carry it on to each relationship. And and not only that, we take it in ourselves and believe that we're no good. This is why it happened to us. Most of of the time, here's what I found with a lot of people. And for me, it's like when my dad left, I felt abandoned by my parents. When my mom didn't believe me that my stepdad molested me and I was told that it wasn't true, at that point, I was 11 years old and I was abandoned by everybody. There was no, I was, that was it. There was nobody there to help me. <laughs> I was completely in abandonment. Well, then guess what? I didn't know how to accept everybody that came along that didn't want to abandon me, tried to love me. And I acted in every way that would make anybody run away <laughs> for their own good. And yeah, thank God they yeah. did. And I apologize to all of them. Many of them <laughs> that I saw in, in person, I have apologized. They go, "Oh, wait, I don't even," you know, "they're they're much, they were much more adult than I ever was, and I'm finally growing up, you know." But uh, it's just um, a lot of beautiful things. But the mirror, the mirror work uh, is basically the same thing as mind exercise. You just go in front of a mirror and you look yourself in the right. eye. And you tell yourself these things and you tell yourself, you know, basically you ask yourself, a, you ask yourself what's going on and you answer that question and you analyze it and then you re-answer it with the truth. And you're going to know what the truth is because the truth might make you cry and break down on the floor in the, in the bathroom or wherever you are doing this. It's going to be a sense of relief and you're going, that crying is good. Crying ain't bad crying is good. I cry happy tears all the time. You know, it, it's all the time. I watch things that are very touching, but um, I don't get caught up in that place. I allow myself to have emotions and to have compassion. And there's things I dislike that are going on in the world that I would like to make a big difference in. But I realized that this, I want to touch millions of peoples of lives. Um, but I had to make an impact in mine first. So I realized one life at a time is how I'm going to go about this. But if I help one life, that one life, once they get to where I'm at, they're going to discover what their purpose is. And I believe a lot of us have the same purpose. Just bringing this information of we, you, I am the warden. I am the jailer. I am the bars. I am the prisoner. I'm the key to get myself out. If I send the warden home, the jailer home, I can throw that key right down. And you touch those bars, the, do- the door ain't locked. And when you actually – the cage isn't even really there. that's the truth, and you might be a bird with broken wings, but listen, I was a bird with broken wings, multiple broken mu- broken multiple times in multiple ways, and I am flying okay i'm not I might not be soaring to the highest soaring and i'm I'm just realizing in a short period of time it, it's just amazing is what it is. I'm just in awe of the incident possibilities that that we're capable of. And to be locked in by depression and misery and drug addiction and um, just being held a prisoner of your childhood or, you know, somebody left me in a relationship and left me with these kids and I can't get over the fact that they abandoned us. Well, listen, someone abandoned them too. And when my dad died, because I was doing all this work, I actually, last year, I, I was in Florida. I came back because my dad was not doing so good and he said, hey... He was in Florida. The funny part was, is the universe didn't want us to be together. <laughs> he was in Florida <laughs> and I was in Oregon. Neither one of us told each other that he was coming to Oregon and I was coming to Florida. Well, the, I was about six hours away from Florida and I called him. I said, hey, just want to let you know I was coming into Florida. He goes, well, hey, I just want you to know I'm one day out of Florida, almost into Texas. I'm going to Oregon. And I'm like, wow, it's <laughs> yin-yang and us right away from each other because it, it knows that this relationship doesn't work. And I really appreciated that at the time. Because I was like, I really realized that, and, and not only that, there was all these synchronicities that were unfolding for me. And, I, and I those do happen
1: when we start waking up, those synchronicities. And, and, and once amazing. you
2: start to notice them, it gets you excited. <laughs> and, and you start to realize this is some real stuff now. This isn't the mambo-jahambo or any of that. This is the real deal. And if I decide to make this my belief, what is the possibilities? Well, the possibilities are infinite. And so we zing-zagged in, we yin-yanged, and then he called me and he said two, three months later, and he said, hey, I got a house up here. I don't know how much longer I got. Why don't you come and stay with me? So I got in my truck and I drove all the way across back America and I'm staying with my dad and I'm with him for about, I don't even know if it was 260 days completely. But the man was more miserable than he'd ever been in his life. And I do understand he was dying. But at that point, you'd think regret would set in and you'd say all the things that you could. But he had a motto. Right, right. Uh, The motto was, you need two lives, right? (laughs) One to do all of the shit he's doing right now, screw up. And then one, you can come back and do it right. And I always told him, I said, it's screwed up, that motto, because when you recognize that you're doing wrong and you continue to hurt people and yourself, you realize you don't get a second chance at this one. You may come back a thousand times, right. but right now this is your chance. And so he, he didn't take that opportunity, right? Um, so I came back, I was moved in with him. I, I didn't have nowhere to go. I, I was in debt up to my eyeballs on, I didn't have any money. Um, I was just scraping by and I, he, he said, well, you could stay with me and whatever. And you know, you can get ahead on your bills or whatever. so I was staying here and he was so miserable. And he was talking so destructive to me. And I had already done all this work for all this time. Mind exercise allowed me to stand up for myself. I wasn't mean to him or anything like that. Um, I respond. I don't react. I, I, I'm not saying I haven't fell down every now and again, but I realize when right. I maybe said the wrong thing the wrong way and I catch myself. And, and that's, it's, it's about being present in your mind right now and what am I doing, you know? And it's it's not about being selfish. What's good for me? What's good for me? But it's about being self-centered, which is like selfish. But it's when you're self-centered, it it it's good for you and other people. Selfishness is not always good for you or anybody else. You know? Right. Um, I know they kind of look at them as the same, but but it's not. So I, my one day my dad said something, and I was like, no 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 no. I am worthy, and I I am worth love, and I can have a better life, and I. It was nobody's choice for me to come to my dad, but I made that, and so I made a choice to leave his house. so I packed up my truck with everything I had with my dog, and I and I'm an outdoors guy, one hundred percent outdoors man. And so I went up and I pitched my tent up in the mountains, and it was twenty six degrees at night, in the first three days, I didn't have no food or nothing,
0: <laughs>
2: and it was and I ate a lot of lake trout and uh scavenged for wild mushrooms and learned to eat, learned to find a lot of things that you could eat out there and it was uh absolutely um at first a very tough situation and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me again in my life now people say what you're you're 40 years old and you're homeless i well a friend said well, why don't you look at it this way with your positive outlook? You're home free. And I said, oh, yes, I am. And I was out in nature <laughs> for nine months. I didn't plan to be wow. there for nine months. And when I was out there, I met a man named Gordon that told me he had a similar story. And he was maybe 15 years older than me. Um, and he was very childish. <laughs> <laughs> but he was started out for only three months to camp for the summer on a hiatus from his family or who, whatever, or whatever was going on. And he, this was his fourth year out in these bushes. Wow. And, uh, I, I was like, no, 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 this wasn't me. And I told Gordy <laughs> when I was out there, some of my aspirations and he was shooting them down. And uh, right after a day later, I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for myself in life. I told him that me and him need to go our own separate ways. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not having anybody shooting down the. I, it took me, um, it only really took me a few weeks to start to gain the fact that I knew that I, I am love. So people that you, if you don't feel like that you're, you can be loved or that you're worthy, a few weeks of every day, I'm telling you, the first day, it seemed like 10,000 times. The minute I stopped redirecting my mind to something that was positive and a positive affirmation of self-talk, this, I mean, a sec- my mind was right back at, can you believe what he did to you? And I and I would and I right. went to the mirror and I, I looked at myself. I said, "Are you kidding me?" And at that point, I realized how powerful the the autopilot of the programming of this mind is. I was like, "You're you've been for hours redirecting your mind to positive, and you thought that you got it." No, 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 no. It takes it. Here, here's the here's the thing. When we're born as kids, nobody means to to hurt us. N- nobody means to do this. And there are some people and the people that do hurt us with intention believe me, these people were hurt and they don't understand what I'm about, what I'm saying. They don't understand that. But because they're hurt is why they hurt you. It wasn't because you're bad or you did anything, you know? Um, But but nobody tried to uh, teach us this stuff, this shit, you know? Nobody tried to teach us the pattern. And I I believe the the hypocrites of our life are our best teachers because the hypocrites smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, doing a line of cocaine, going, get out of here, kids, don't do this shit. And what do we do? We sneak and we (laughs) sneak. We take Uncle Spear. We take his cigarettes. But he's telling you, even though he's doing it, and we say, well, why listen to him? He's doing it. He's telling us because he's ashamed of himself, but he's walking around, and he has to live with it. And he's doing it now in front of kids. And he's telling you because he doesn't want you to grow up to be him. And they never tell you that. My dad told me one time, don't go down to the creek. Don't go down to the creek when I go to work. I went down to the creek when he went to work right after he went. I slipped and I hurt my leg and I, it was all bruised up. When I came home, he noticed a little limp and I tried to, you know, make him not see it, but he saw. And he goes, he saw me limp. And he goes, hey, you were at the creek today, weren't you? And I go, no, I lied. And he goes, if you lie, you know what happens if you lie to me. And he goes, I go, how did you know? And He goes, well, I can see you limping. You slipped on the slippery rocks. I go, yeah. I go, how did you know? He goes because I've been down there and you know how many times I busted my ass on those rocks. I go, well, why don't you te- you tell me don't go down there, don't go down there, don't go down there. You don't tell me why. If you would tell me why, right? So if you're my uncle doing cocaine and you're you got strippers and you got all this stuff that might look attractive to a young man, um, <laughs> that, that's definitely got problems. Of course, one that doesn't would be like I'm getting out of here. Um, you're gonna, when he says get out of here, you need to, he needs to say it's because I don't, you don't understand. This is not glorified. Strippers are not a glorified world. Doing cocaine is, is because I got effing problems, kids. I've got, my dad did something to me. I, can't, I don't know how to get over this. And what I would tell uncle right. is you need mind exercise too. You need mirror work too. Um, but mirror work and medita- uh, mind exercise was the key to the unraveling of everything that I do. Like, it, it, it unraveled me, and, and it found myself worth in love, and I accepted it. The minute I found it, here's the thing. Once it comes to you, you cannot not accept it. That's the thing. Because your true self knows who you are, and it's glad to welcome you back. And then this grand canyon of patterns that we have accepted in our life from our uncles and our moms and our dad and a lot of people that were well-intended, Friends that are maybe your friends right now, and I don't care if you're 60 years old, you could have really well-intended friends that are no good for you because the way they talk, the way they think, and they are – I feel like I'm everybody's best friend because I am going to tell you things that you might not like to hear, but I swear I'm going to tell you the truth because I don't – you don't deserve to live in that state of mind, and you don't need anybody – you don't need miserable, depressed friends to reassure you that they don't need it. We all need to be free out of our cage that's why I wanted to be on this show in any other show that wants to have me anybody that wants to email me, call me. I want to talk about it so you can free yourself from the mental slavery of the cage that we've had ourselves in because grand canon patterns can be filled in with this mind exercise and and, and it takes time. It it is hard work. I I will never lie to anybody. It's, it would be just like going into a gym. You would literally maybe need to, I'm not, I'm not for hire right now, but like having a trainer that you could call or could say, you could say, hey, I'm going through this and this is where I'm at right now. What do I do? I could walk you through it because there were steps and stages during this that as the, I detoxified my life, family and friends. And as I did detoxify my life of people that I felt that were toxic, then I just started to detox myself. And then as I cleared that space open within myself, it allowed room for other people that I didn't even know to come into my world. And you are one of them. And Dave Daly's, it's all unfolding. It's so beautiful. And and all of these great people (laughs) that I never even knew. And some were doctors and some were um, high ranked military people for many years that I had met maybe in like a local bar scene or something. And I was just talking a conversation with them that I got involved in and they were telling me, man, you are such an intelligent person. They, I didn't even ask for any of this. They were offering that to me. And I was like, thank you so, so much. And I was like, my dad, how come he couldn't see this? You know, it's like there's something in me that I, I need to get comfortable with. And it was awkward for me to yeah. – it was awkward, but here's what I did. Date stayed in that awkwardness, and what happened was the, instead of running back to comfortability, right, because Dave yeah. Daly talks about that. You know, if you run back to that <laughs> yes, comfortability, yeah. then you're stuck. You're stuck in the fear, and basically, um, but so you just go in that uncomfortable moment, and it might not even be fearful. Just kind of feels awkward, and then it all just evaporates. The illusion of that facade evaporates, and and you know what? The world really does like you guys. The world really does care about you. And you know what? I know a lot of our friends and family members are well-intended, but we kind of have to like we do inventory within ourselves which I don't think a lot of people do but you have to do an inventory about who's really in your life you know and you need to because our kids are watching us and we're teaching them things that that they don't even understand that we may not even understand and then they grow up having these problems as adults and it could just be a simple form of insecurity which starts a problem with your self-worth and then all your potential is hampered up into this box of bullshit. And, and, we, and if I could free, I wish I could free more parents, but I'm really more concerned about the kids because I think kids teach us every day of where we actually come from. We're teaching kids to forget where we came from. I believe we're already we're born right, with me.
0: Right,
2: I know this because when I was outside, I started to meditate. And then this became another unfolding of the journey. So meditation was something I never did. And positive prayer two beautiful things you can start to do. Now, I used to pray to God, God, why? why,
0: God, why did you do this to me? <laughs> you know, I would wake up going, F, yeah. what is
2: this all about, God? How could, like, I don't understand the meaning of this. And my prayers were really, like, asinine. It's, when I look back, it's like, yeah, of course nobody was answering those prayers. Those aren't even prayers. You're just bitching to the air, you know? <laughs> and it's like, but now I just pray for, like, I have positive prayers for people, you know? I'm like, thank you for all that is nourished in my life. you know, Thank you for the good health and the the good things that are unfolding. And um, people that are that are asking for support and prayer, I love that because I'm thankful for those that are in the journey that need to ask for outside support. and And as we offer a piece of our spirit and energy to these these people, that brings healing and understanding to everybody's life. You know what I mean? And if people yeah, are open and receiving right. it and they're asking for it, I believe if you pray and you're not open to it, the blessings can come knocking on your door all day like FedEx and say, well, here's your dreams and a million dollars. You are never going to answer that <laughs> door. You're never going to receive right. it. You're not. It's not going to happen to you. And, and another thing, too, a lot of us want things dream a genie. Hey, wait, I did mental exercises for a few days. It did, you know, I'm not feeling, you know, like, you know, this is really difficult. I can't keep track of my mind all the time. Yes, yes, you can. You have nothing but time to do that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Life yeah, is, is that, hard work. Put is, that the hard where, work in.
1: Is, is that where you recommend people start? If someone's listening and they've been going through a really hard time, you just recommend that they pay attention to what they're thinking. Is that a good
2: place? 100%. You need to yep. assess what is my mind thinking. What is my mind thinking? And And what you'll find out is your mind is on automatic pilot. Right. And you you really don't want to be mad at your husband or your wife or your kids or your you really don't you, you don't but you 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 keep you're mad at work man here's an analogy you know you, you go to work for eight hours at a job you hate and then you come home and bitch to your wife and your kids about it for eight hours then you wake up in the middle of the night sweating that you have to go back this place has got seventeen eighteen hours on your life and you're bringing other people right, that exactly. don't even work there in on it okay. People that aren't even getting paid to be there are getting brought in on the depression and the miserability of it. But if you just look at it, hey, man, this allows me to um, pay my bills that keeps the roof over our head and the food and the thing. Hey, well, I get some benefits here. You could probably find the good reasons and stop focusing on the bad, you know? Because here's what happens. You hate your job. You start to resent your wife, your kids, everybody you're doing it for. And then you said, well, I used to have dreams. And now you hate everybody and yourself because you settled for less. That's not who you are. And if you just pay attention to your mind, your mind, here's what I'll tell you. Yeah, I would first, if you want to fix your life, first off, pay attention to what your mind is saying and thinking. And then if you obsess, you say, yeah, I am maybe over-dramatizing things, or, yeah, maybe I'm paying attention to all the bad things that happen around me, or the woe is me, or the stories, and this, you know, hey, you know, there's a guy. He always wins. Well, listen to his what he says all the time. He's... he's says he always wins. The guy that says, oh, I, I never win. What, well, why do you even gamble? I mean, why do you do anything if you never win? <laughs> it doesn't even, unless, you, unless like, you're a high, like, that's where I pride myself. I'm one of the most successful people I know. Uh, I've failed so much. When it comes to failure, I'm the highest successful person in my life. I'm, I'm, there's nobody that's failed as much as me in all the areas that I've failed. But I'll also tell you another thing. Through mind exercises and paying attention to my consciousness, my bank account might not reflect this statement, but I am one of the most wealthiest, prosperous people that I know. I can't even find anybody on my level that I can have ran into yet where I'm at inside myself. That money is a byproduct of, well, that's coming. It's all all, all these other things that that have to do with finances, but I already have all of that abundance of wealth and prosperity in myself that, that don't resemble a bank account or a mansion or a fancy car or any of that. So when I try to explain it to people, they try to look at it because we're trying to see with our eyes what we what we think is to be true, but this is something you gotta know within yourself. That you know, the whole faith thing. That's what the faith of belief is. I have grown a mustard seed of faith and I have moved mountains within my own life within three and a half year period that I couldn't do in thirty seven and a half years without knowing what I know and the information that I'm sharing. And in the moving of mountains with this mustard seed that I've got, guess what I have done? I've grown mountains worth of mustard seeds, and I'm willing to give them away I... to anybody that wants them. So if you want to get a hold of me about this mind exercise stuff, because I can talk on and on, and I can flow on and on about, about things about it, but I have, I have mustard seeds to give away, and you guys can move mountains in your own life. I'm telling you, there's no doubt about it. 100%. And don't you,
1: don't you find that when you start appreciating everything that you have and realizing what wealth really is about, what abundance really is about, it's, it's really you have to share that message. You know, it becomes people need to learn this.
2: It feels you and up that's to a the point thing. where nobody can come up to me now and put me down because when they do, you know what I realize? That they really need a hug from me, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, I, I attacked a lot of people in my family and uh, because I wanted to be helpful and I was very well-intended, but I couldn't communicate properly, and I didn't do it with very right. much love. And what I noticed, too, in this journey of mind exercises When I had to really look at myself and take responsibility for everything, responsibility for my dad talking bad to me, responsibility for being molested by my stepfather, just uh, physical, mental, emotional, all the abuse. I took responsibility for everybody and that allowed me to forgive everybody and allowed me to let it all go and then see them in a better light because the truth is a lot of the people in my life that I was attacking, they had qualities or were doing things in their life that resembled parts of myself that I didn't like. And instead of me looking at the mirror going, and that was the universe too, by the way, saying, the universe was saying, yeah, you can see that in them. Now go fix it in your life. Go fix it in you. Now it doesn't say, wait, get up on your high horse and ride over there and go, Hey, cousin. And Hey, uncle. And Hey, whoever, 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 and start pointing fingers. Like you were saying, people that are trying to preach it down on you and shove it down your throat a, a certain way. But, but what I recognize is what I didn't like these things in me, and when I saw it in you, Kelly, damn sure I didn't like it. And people, if you looked at me, right. I was attacking myself with drugs and alcohol and bad talk and bad behavior. And so, of course, I'm going to do that to you as well. You know what I mean? Right. And then, and, and, okay, so I recognize that. And then when other people are behaving that way towards me, um, I know that that is not me. They have some internal stuff. Uh, I was just at the shopping center the other day and I get in my car and right when I get in there's somebody going
0: pull out already and they're
2: yelling and they're f in bombs and they're (laughs) wow and and I'm like what's going on and I don't even know what's going on you know I got a practice kindness sticker on the back of my truck I'm all about the love and change the world (laughs) and make the world a better place type thing and this person's yelling so I get out just because it's right next to my vehicle and the person's yelling at me and it's this older an old man and he's cussing, he's like, you don't even know how to park. And I'm looking, I'm in the lines. And he was just having a hard time getting out of his stall and he was blaming me for it or whatever. And I told him just to calm down or whatever. And I said, I'll just stand here between you and the vehicle. That way, you know, if you, that'll make you feel more comfortable. You could smear me and not the car or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just go. You'll be okay. Calm down. And he pulled out. And but the minute I got out of my truck and went over there and he said, ah, rah, 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 that energy went right into my chest. Instantly. Yep. And it yep. filled me yep. instantly. But I, I noticed it and I didn't respond. I still gave him the love, but that feeling was there. And, and I let him back out and he kind of made like a little kind of like he was going to try to run me down. But it was it was it was stupid. And he just went off or whatever. And, 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 that, and that energy was still in there. And I thought to myself, I was like, wow. And, and, it, and I was like, that guy reminds me just like my dad. Hurry up, go. I mean, like, he's trying to control the whole world, and he has no control of it, and it's just pissing him off, and he's letting him know about it, right? And um, at that point, I was like, man, I really feel – because I felt bad for my dad, too, you know? I mean, I didn't want him to have to live that way, but it was his choice and decisions to to make that daily belief for himself. And so I just started to hold that guy in a loving light. I said, you know what? I hope that guy feels better in the day, and I hope that – because I used to be like that, too, and I hope his whole day isn't like, that punk, whatever, 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 whatever – And instantly, as I found love for this individual, feeling inside my chest instantly evaporated, instantly. And I felt nothing but good and felt happy. And I said, that's what mind exercise can do for you. That's what mirror work can do for you. Um, And then not only that, I was starting to get into meditation, but my ramble takes me everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Meditation, you guys, uh, once you – it all unfolds. It started with me with just paying attention to my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then recorrecting my negative thoughts and negative stories and negative any chatter. If you want to, hey, you want to solve a problem with somebody in your family or somebody you love or anybody you have a problem with, communication. Find your best, highest self first. Even if you don't know what that means, just say, let me respond from my, my, my highest self and my most positive self. And go to a situation calm. Don't go in talking a bunch of nonsense in your mind and then going to have a conversation with people because you're going to have an argument right. with them. You're not there to listen. You're there to impose your ideas and your will on them. And that's communication is sharing what we're saying. It doesn't mean we have to agree to it. And we don't, my, my grandpa told me, he goes, listen, you have a lot of opinions that are really good, but here's what I've learned. And he's 90. Here's what I've learned in my 90 years. If people don't like your opinions, they really don't like you. So if your opinions are, are they think your opinions are an asshole, then you're an asshole, and that's just it. And so maybe you shouldn't be sharing so much with people. I said, I've got to share, Grandpa. <laughs> I don't. The people that yeah. think I'm an asshole are the people that probably need to hear it more. And yes. I think that they need a love. Like, fly me over to the Taliban. I don't give a shit. Right here in America, we don't even have to go over there to those tyrants. Like, right here, like, there's people that need hugs. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to love you. This is a, a – a, a, color is just a – stupid like we're all just human beings man and and, and here's what i know we all have in common everybody it doesn't matter where you live what you speak what what your what your chosen beliefs are in life they don't have to be mine but i do know one thing you love somebody you care about your mom you care about your wife or your daughter your son or you have comrades that you love and you care about even if you all hate the world you know what that feeling is and you would die for them and it's a very rich feeling and, and and the truth is is like that's where it is love is the answer love does kill the demons but you have to find the love within yourself and when you can love yourself you start to fix the self-worth and the self-love and now you can accept the worth of the world and the, the worth that you deserve you're born unlimited so if we're over here in poverty the truth is is we it doesn't matter where you're at. i know people that have so much money and they're miserable. They're in the bottom of a, bo- yes. a whiskey bottle pretty much every night. Yep. And, and, it, and it doesn't save people from dying. You can still catch diseases and cancers and die. And I know some people that got so much money and they're just depressed and they have so much beautiful things in their life. And they do appreciate these beautiful things. But the misery doesn't allow them to flourish to their fullest extent because they're caught up in these moments that have passed. And I'll tell you what, my, when my father just, my mom died, when I was 23 from diabetes and she was only 50 years old. My father wow. just died at 66 or 67 years old from liver cancer in January. I used any, I've had a lot of death in my life um, in front, in front of me type stuff. And I, I've suffered from, a, I've I suffered. Let's, let's put it that way. I suffered from nightmares. I couldn't sleep at night. I, 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 uh, life was just horrible for me. I, I don't suffer from any of those things um, it, anymore just because of mind exercise. And anyway, I kind of lost train of thought there. <laughs>
1: <Let me stop. laughs> well, no, it does. It, when you find that inside yourself and, and you find that self-love and that sense of self-worth, it really does make it easier to let go of those horrible things that we've all gone through. I, I know people who have held on to things that happened in their childhood and held mm-hmm. on to things that they went through, and it just—they never get past it because they don't feel like they can. They don't realize they're in control of that, and they don't love themselves enough to let it go. And that's kind of what it comes down to for
2: me—is—is well, is really loving yourself enough to believe- let that go. Les Brown always says, uh, "Don't believe the opinions. Don't let other people's opinions become your reality." And I realized right. that that's what happened. I allowed the negative self-talk of others um, to be mine, and that's not who my story is. We, the beautiful part is we can change our story anytime we want, and it, but but we don't. When you're in that place, I do understand. It's hard to hear what I'm saying. I mean, I lived down in that hole for 37 and a half years, and I do understand. And there were times I climbed out and was like, oh, my God, and I went straight back down there because this world is <laughs> vast and infinite and amazing, you know what I mean? But I was terrified by this above world here. And living in a wormhole right? You know, was much, much easier for me to, to be in. Um, right. When I was out in the mountains meditating, though, you know, positive prayer is just uh, the thankfulness, but meditation now, meditation has taken me to places I can't even really not – I'm not even sure if I feel – I'm not even sure if I'm comfortable with talking with people because I'm not sure how people are going to take it. But um, I have tuned in to uh, my higher self. In fact, um, my name is Wade, right? And I was Mm -hmm. meditating the other day. And it was like somebody said, well, do you ever ask, like, the name of what – you're, you think that you're talking with or whatever. And I was like, well, no. It's like, it's just, it's a lot of things. It's not just like I don't think it's a thing. But they're like, well, right. there's other people that channel and they have names. And I was like, well, what's the name? Well, Wade is we. We are divine energy, right? <laughs> me, we we are divine <laughs> energy. So it doesn't matter. It's not me or you or anybody. It's like we're all connected. You know, that, that's a beautiful thing about being self-centered. It's like what's good for me is always going to be good for you, Kelly. You, that you, selfishness right. is not. Self self-centered is like because we're connected in one way or another, whether anybody wants to admit it yes. or not, you know. You 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 guys can't stand to watch animals suffer. You know, dogs being no. mistreated <laughs> and and or any animal or anything for that matter, but you know, dogs right. are big on the list and stuff and it's like uh there there's a reason for that. There's an and there's an, that's the indicator of of, of you know People always say, well, wait, if you say, well, do what makes you feel good, do what makes you feel good. Well, what if I like to, let's make it a big, purport, like somebody that's a murderer or something? I like killing people. But listen, yeah, you get a high from it, it makes you feel good during the process, but you got to hide. You got to feel scared. You got to cover it up. Right. You got to do this. Those are the wrong happy things. And so when we go out and we drink right. and we go dancing at the club and we're 40 years old, and I'm not saying don't go dancing at 40 years old. But listen, there's plenty of places to go dancing and it doesn't have to resemble like when you were 16.
1: (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Or
2: here's what I believe too. I think when you deal with your inner turmoil and you clear all of that garbage out, you can go to any of those places and be exactly who you want to be and never fall a victim of being stereotyped of being any of these other things because you right. know who that's you true. are. Yeah. You're not some hoochie mom and you're not there looking to, for a one night stand or what, you know, or you're some player player. Cause I say a lot of young, young boys and uh, you know, I'm always inboxing them because you know, I'm trying to help their mom out to get them back on track, but they think they're all G'd up and they're flashing money and they're this and they're, they're selling drugs. And I understand I've lived that life as well. You know, perpetuating mm-hmm. my, my, my uh, unworthiness by doing a bunch of other shit. That's going to either take you to jail or get you killed or, well, in the meanwhile, nobody likes you because you're a lying, cheating, thieving, drug-dealing piece of crap out doing a bunch of piece of crap stuff. Me- meanwhile, we're balling. Well, no, we're not. No, we're not balling. <laughs> <laughs> we're crawling. That's all we're doing. We're big babies yeah. thinking that we're growing up, but we're not. Because this is not a this thing. I – I don't even say adult or ch- children. I think adults need to be more like children. But, like, you know, there's right. a point where you get maturity, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah we are about out of time. I will I want to give you a couple minutes here to to kind of any final thoughts that you want to share with people and if people want to find you how is the best way for them to do that?
2: All right, well perfect. Yeah. Um basically, I just would like to say that thank you so much for letting me be on the show today and share my rant and um Just want people to know that if you were to start doing, like, mental exercising, mirror work, meditation, that these things are going to unfold the doors for you that are going to, like, take people like Dave Daly's book, Knock Fear Out in the First Round. You're going to read – these things are like – I believe they're like the pre-stepping stones, and then you grab these other self-development books, and you're going to be able to get information in these books, and you're going to be able to do something with them because you're going to have the self-belief in yourself to actually, you're going to build it up to where you actually start to apply the stuff. And that's where the action comes in. You know, (laughs) we didn't, there's a lot I could talk about all damn day, but you you got, you you know, we got need to apply the action to it. But if we find the self-worth, we will find the momentum to want to do the action because we feel better and better and better in life, you know? Um, Right. Right. And if anybody wants to contact me to talk about, Basically, I'm doing mind, thought, and action exercise work. They're all different things. This time, I was just pretty much talking about mind exercise. So you can contact me at uh, Wade Bloodgood at outlook. Com or CharityHeroes at outlook. Com, and that's pretty much all I've got for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you so I mean, much. I mean, I really, Wade. I could, it's, it's... I really
2: could go on and on and on, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, we'll have to have you back and talk about the other things that you're doing because um this has been a wonderful wonderful show and and thank you so much for for taking the time and and for doing this. It's um I appreciate it's, it's you very much. Pleasure. Thank
2: you so much. And and everybody too well, just thank to, you. you know go out and get this. I haven't I have not read a lot of books in my life. So I I can't be the best critic of like what's a good book or not a good book. But I did purchase Dave Daly's book, The Monster Motivator, Knockout Fear in the First Round. And it, it's real-world practical steps to knock out those dreaded fear barriers forever. Forever. Okay, guys? And this guy has a lot of experience because he's lived 50 years, and he's experienced a lot of things like I did. And that type of knowledge is is priceless. So if the book's $25.99, $16.99, or however you got to get it, it's worth the amount of money you're going to pay because you're going to get the value of the information that, is worth millions of dollars as far as I'm concerned, you know, and uh, well, I support well, him. You. I support thank Kelly and I support everybody <laughs> in the community. That's, that's, that's bringing change to people's lives that are going to help their lives be better, you know? And then in the end, I hope you all guys get all your financial dreams come true and the, the, the truck rolls up with your money and all the fancy things. <laughs> 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 But in the meanwhile, work on yourself and all those beautiful things will come to you if that's what your bigger dream is, you know. But I promise you this, all those things aren't going to fix the problem. So I think we strive a lot of time to get the things and we think, well, if I get the money or the beautiful wife or the beautiful house, everything will be better. And now we still got that inner problem. So let's deal with that and then we can live our life really magnificently. And this feels good. Even if it isn't more magnificent, it just feels better. And who doesn't want to feel better? And it's all natural. You don't have to do drugs or alcohol or anything like that. You don't even really have to do, leave the gym. You can do mind exercises anywhere you want, anywhere you want, anytime you want. Give me a call, guys.
1: Thank you again Thanks. so much. And, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, seriously, this has um, really been a great show. I, I really appreciate it, Wade. Thanks so much. Come back thank anytime. Thank you, Kelly.
2: I appreciate your time.
1: And you guys have a gorgeous day. I will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.